What's your favorite scary movie? podcast where two 20-something LGBTs talk the horror movie of the week, real-life primer events, and if it's worthy of being an honorary gay film. And yes, the titles are puns. I'm Elle. I'm Kate. Hello. Hello. Thank you for bearing with us, y'all. <laughs> shit went down last week, so we just didn't have time to record. Yeah. But we're here for you now. Um, this week, we're doing one of my one of my faves, American Mary. Woo-woo. Um, it's about... This med student that goes through a traumatic event. So trigger warning for sexual assault, first of all, about this episode. Mm -hmm. Um, This med student who gets assaulted by one of her professors and drops out of med school and goes into the world of um, body modification. Yeah. And it stars Catherine Isabel, who we love. Yes. (laughs) Directed by the Shoska sisters who have a new movie coming out hopefully this year. It's like making the, the festival circuits right now, but it's a remake of Cronenberg's Rabbit. I'm oh. stoked about that. Yes. I know, right? Um, so, Elle, you hadn't seen this before, right? I had not, no. Your first impressions. I, I, d- I didn't know how much you knew going into this. I was like, who's going to tell them? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I, I had no idea uh, going in. I was just like... Let's just see what this, how this plays out. And, uh, <laughs> this might as well it's a happen. wild time. It is wild, oh. yeah. <laughs> I, I feel so bad when you, you text me, like, is there eye stuff? And I'm like, I don't think so. And then you're immediately like, he has no eyes. <laughs> 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 I'm like, oh, that part, yeah. <laughs> well, thankfully, it wasn't like they were like taking his eyes out. They were already they're, gone. They were so like, already, yeah. <laughs> so I was like, I can handle that. Um, but no, yeah, I was just, like, when I was watching the entire time, I was like, why does she look so familiar? Mm-hmm. And then I looked her up on IMDb, and I'm like, she was in fucking Hannibal, yeah. that's why. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I'm an idiot. Sorry. Margaret Verger, my bad. <laughs> um, God, I love her. Yeah, she was awesome. I love this her in this movie. This is just, like, her role. Like, I, Catherine Isabel is so fucking talented and never gets the roles that she deserves. And, like... The, the, the directors knew that going in. They're like, we need to... They were, like, fans of her from Ginger Snaps. Yeah. She she started off really young in Canada. This was a Canadian production, I think. Um, yeah. So they were big fans of her, and they're like, she needs a role that's, that suits her, and they wrote her... They wrote it with her in mind, and luckily she was game. Cause, and, like, she brings a, a light... This is such heavy subject matter and really dark subject matter, like, all of it, and she brings such a comedic light to it just with she has yeah. such incredible like timing and everything and the way she approaches like the dialogue in it i just she's just great and she's also te- she can also be terrifying though like oh yeah God. i forgot about that scene in the bathroom with the that random mm. that girl that was <laughs> i'm doing quotation marks yeah. interviewing and <laughs> oh my god mm. Yeah, like, they, they said that they kind of approached this as a monster movie or, like, a tragedy, which makes which makes the ending make kind of sense. Because, like, I I have a friend who, like, really hates this because of the ending. And I'm like... Oh, yeah. Do you have any thoughts on that? I thought, like, 
Um, it was probably... I, I liked the ending, actually. Um, because, like, obviously the cops were, like, on tour and everything. You used to think they uh, weren't, though. And not, not to that. They weren't? No. No, because... Oh, okay. She thought that they, they she thought that that cop was on her, and that's why she was like poisoning his glass. And but then it turns out he was just coming to her because he knew that she had been assaulted and wanted to like make check in and stuff. And she's like, "Oh, never mind." Like that's the whole thing. Like they would never have suspected a woman. They wouldn't have suspected that she could do something like that to him. That's like why she was getting away with it. Okay. Yeah. So it wasn't that the cops suspected her or anything. It was just that that one douchebag, the the boyfriend of that woman. Yeah. It's just like. Yeah. Okay, yeah. <laughs> um. But, no, I, like, I, he, the boyfriend with the whole thing, like, I was like, obviously, like, one of her clients that wanted to, you know, to, like, be more like a doll, and, mm-hmm. like, so she, like, like, had, uh, surgery on her, on her chest and in her vagina, like, like, I thought he knew this at this point. So I'm like, why are you looking so upset about it? Like, I guess he just didn't think that it would ever, like, yeah. happen. Well, this, that, was, that was supposed to be the first so, time he'd like, actually seen uh, it. Um, yeah, yeah. Really? Oh, yeah. Um, God. Yeah, I thought he would have, like, kind of unexpected, because I didn't think that she would uh, get off by him, but, like, she, she, she fixed up her own sutures, but it just wasn't enough, I guess, so... It's just, this this movie really just about is about how bad men are. <laughs> yeah, like, all of the men are bad. <laughs> because that I mean that guy he reacts to that because like he can't she she can't like serve him sexually in the way that he wants anymore because of but like that 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 operation was for her not for him. Yeah, and, like that's something that he couldn't accept. It's just like, oh, you suck. Mm. And then, oh, I love the. What's the the Betty Boop girl's name? I forgot her character oh, name. Isn't it Beatrice? I think yeah. I love her, and I, I read that like the she, the actress like modeled her voice after Ellen Green, and I'm like that makes so much sense. Like <laughs> yes, like that's a choice. Yes. I, <laughs> I love that character. She's just trying to help her friend. And she's I know. But yeah, I mean, if you view if you view this as a tragedy and how like, that the ending makes more sense, like mm-hmm. by good spoilers, she gets Mary gets murdered. Yeah, um, and but like she was on a path of like self destruction anyway, like yeah. But I guess we should get into like why this was made because so this was I think the second feature of the Shaska sisters they had made their own, like, super, super low-budget movie, <laughs> Dead Hooker and a Shrunk, and then, mm-hmm. um, this, this movie was kind of their response. They said that they used body modification as kind of an allegory for the way that, like, Hollywood had treated them. Um, mm-hmm. and so, like, Mary's story is kind of their story. That's why it all comes back to, like, the mistreatment of, of women. Um, yeah. So they used body modification to tell that story. And... It, it really is, like, they used a lot of people from that actual community, like, a lot of the people, the clients that you see are actually people from the body modification community, and so they didn't yeah. they didn't want to highlight, like, that in a bad light or anything, and I don't think they did. Like, I don't think the, the, 
the destruction of, of Mary wasn't because of her line of work or anything. It was just because of how she wasn't able to handle the trauma that happened to her, I think. Yeah. This is rough. That scene is so rough to watch. Like, the first time when she does the operation on the guy that doesn't have any eyes, and then she, mm-hmm. like, goes home, and that's when she starts having, like, she, like, held it in all the way till she mm-hmm. got home, and then she, like, got sick, and then was kind of just, like, shaking in the shower and just having this big breakdown, because, like, she hadn't, like, gotten to that section of, like, dealing with surgery, and this was, like, an extreme mm-hmm. s- surgery. Yeah, so, like, you go from imagine. operating on a turkey to to this. Yeah. It's just, just but, like, a, but yeah. I do like how she just, like, gets into it. She's like, alright, this is what I trained for. I'm about to earn $5,000. Let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> I also, like, yeah, she's, like, she's all about she does it then and then also, like, I, I found it really interesting how, like, immediately after her assault, she's like, next night, she's like, alright, well, we're gonna get this guy, obviously. <laughs> like, she yeah. immediately goes, it's like, alright, I'm gonna hire you to go get this guy, and then I'm gonna, I know exactly what I'm gonna be doing. <laughs> oh my god, yeah. Oh my god, that's what should happen to all rapists, honestly. <laughs> Just... <laughs> Just give them the Mary Mason treatment. If I could, yes, if I could make laws, that's what would happen. Um, and, like, also the the Soska twins are in the movie. Oh, yeah! It was really cool to see them show up. I was like, yay! There they are. I don't know why they chose to have German accents. I don't know. Sorry, what were you gonna say? And I was like, it was, like, such a weird relationship, and I guess Mary was just, like, whatever about it, because she was just, like... Mary seemed weirder (laughs) at this point, I think. She's like, yeah, okay. Yeah. Does they train yeah. their arms? Yeah. And I'm like, okay. Yeah, that, that exchange is so funny. They're like, alright, this is really weird what we want. She's like, alright, yeah, I'll get... <laughs> off to bring in this guy to help, but let's do it. Yeah, and then, like, they have the um, modifications, like, the little inserts that make them look like they have horns coming yeah. out of their forehead. And I was like, hell yeah, do it. <laughs> do it. <laughs> That's cool, yeah. I like that they have a little cameo in this. Oh, that's good. Um, but no, yeah, like, it all starts just simply because she needs money, because med school's expensive mm-hmm. as shit, and mm-hmm. her her grants are, like, getting pushed back or just being dropped because she doesn't fulfill payments, and then she gets offered, like, a huge amount of money, like, impromptu when she's originally goes to the strip club to become a stripper, and they're like, yeah. can you do surgery? And then they just, like... (laughs) Because she brings a resume. (laughs) Yeah. It's like, oh, okay. And so then uh, it just goes on from there. But no, yeah, like, she just... I love her. That she was great. Um, I love Catherine Isabel. She just did this role so good. Um, And uh, Billy Barker, the guy that hired her for the surgeries... Uh, plus the in the plus the guy that uh kind of helps her with like favors and shit plus his <gasps> friend oh the uh, Lance yeah yes I love that guy <laughs> he's oh, good yeah I love that guy I love that little scene that they have um where he like brings her food and stuff it, it's, it's just so like caring and just like supportive of her I know he's like man 
when my mom was like hurt, I wish you would have been there to find the guy. You are valid. (laughs) Yeah, I thought that was sweet. I love what a loser that other guy is. I know, right? (laughs) Though when he did have that fantasy of Mary dancing on the stage, I was like, same. Yep, thank you for that, yeah. (laughs) I was like, that, yeah, I feel it. Um... But no, like, what, what she does to Grant was, like, holy shit. Yeah, man. She, like, takes him down. Like, she just amputates all of his limbs. She had to practice. Yeah. <laughs> she called it her practice, and I was like, yeah. That that scene where, like, the cop discovers oh my God. Uh, Grant hanging, and then, like, she beats him to death with the pipe, and there's, like, blood coming all over her. Mm-hmm. And Grant's trying to crawl away as best he can, and then she just walks down the hallway in, like, her surgeon uh, outfit, which is, like, basically in her brawn panties, and then, like, the little leather uh, apron that she wears, and she's, like, just covered in blood and wearing those high heels, and she, like, stops right behind him, and I was like, hot. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, this this movie was, like, legit part of, like, the gay Like, it was this and me watching Arrow season two and Sarah Lance showing up. I'm like, oh shit, am I gay? <laughs> it was American Mary. <laughs> so, Hope this doesn't awaken anything. This is literally. This better not awaken anything. <laughs> so, but yeah, it's. It's like, because there was the one scene I couldn't watch is near the beginning when she was doing, like, the modification. Like, and she started, like, sewing up, like, the woman's, uh, uh, like, her genitalia. I was like, no, I, like, put my the, hands up to the screen. I'm the, like, no, like, can't do it. The plop of the... <laughs> it just, like, was, plops on the floor. Like, thanks. <laughs> I just waited till after that, and I was like, okay, I should be good now. Um, but other than that, everything else I could handle, so... It was, I was like, okay, not too bad, not too bad. Because I was, like, going into it, I'm just like, oh, shit, how bad is this going to get? So I'm like, if... Uh, I'm gonna uh, head out. I'm head out. Um, but yes, all all this black market body modification, that's just, like, no, no normal, like, surgeries would do this. Yeah. So that's why they're going off for it, and... Um, I was able to find a, a woman who was charged with manslaughter after she, like, did a, uh, plastic surgery at her own home. Um, it wasn't as extreme as what's in American Mary, um, but, uh, it did happen, uh, actually this, earlier this year in January. Um, it was done, it was in New York City. Uh, Waleska Castillo was... 44 years old, and she was charged with the death of Philadelphia woman Lesbia Ayala, Ayala uh, on June 17th this year. Uh, Ayala had died of an embolism after the police say that Miss Castillo pumped silicone in her buttocks and thighs for, like, a, a butt lift procedure. And... That sounds too extreme. <laughs> no. Oh, I, I've heard much worse. <laughs> Um, but Casilla had been arrested twice before for, uh, providing illegal silicone injections in the Bronx to women who wanted to enhance their figures, and one client had texted her after a procedure complaining of leaking blood and liquid from her buttocks and legs, and Casilla told her 
Her favorite method for staunching a wound to buy some crazy glue and put it on. No! <laughs> Don't do that. God, at least Mary went to med school. <laughs> she, she took all the yeah. classes. She just hadn't had a residency. She wasn't using crazy glue. Yeah. Uh, she pleaded guilty to charges related to operating a fly-by-night plastic surgery clinic without a medical license and served a year in federal prison. Uh, she was released on probation and she was caught doing silicone enhancement procedures again. Uh, this actually happened back in 2011. The article was done in 2019. Sorry, my bad. Uh, she was uh, caught again in March of 2014 and then was sent back to prison for nine months. Uh, so they arrested her again, this time on a, on a state charge of manslaughter linked to the death of Ayala from her embolism. Uh, her lawyer said that he had not read the criminal complaint and could not comment on it. Um, so he's like, we'll have to see what the charges allege. So it's popularly known as a Brazilian butt lift. It's like hugely like gone up in popularity in recent years. To, so people have like more like curvy pop figure culture uh, bodies like Beyonce, Kim Kardashian, Nicki Minaj. Um, so, like, Cardi B, uh, in 2018, was, had received silicone injections in her buttocks and thighs for $800 from an underground medical clinic in Queens. Uh, the injections were performed without painkillers and leaked for almost a week. In New York City, the authorities have seen a surge in illegal clinics catering to women who want to change their shapes but might not be able to afford a licensed plastic surgery. The procedures can be fatal as silicone injected directly into the tissues and the legs can be carried by veins to the heart and lungs. So, injecting silicone for cosmetic purposes has been illegal since the 1960s because of the risks of deformities, scarring, and embolisms. Surgeons today generally use fat taken from other parts of the body or implants when they do this, like, properly. Um, and in 2017, Letitia Bynum, who was 44 and died after receiving injections inside a Graham Mercy Park apartment where a cash-only plastic surgery clinic operated. Uh, and Kevin Richardson and Allison Spence were also arrested by police in connection with her death. Uh, Richardson pleaded guilty to involuntary manslaughter and Miss Spence is still awaiting trial. And in 2013, a 22-year-old named Tamara Blaine died after receiving silicone injections at the Liberty Motel in Manhattan's Meatpacking District. Tamira Mobley, a self-described beautician, pleaded guilty to involuntary manslaughter, admitting she caused Miss Blaine's death. So there's been like this huge surge since it's expensive as hell. People are going underground and into the black market. And, like, all these people have died because of this silicone that's, like, this is not good for you. It's not <laughs> worth it. All. Like, honest to God. Yeah. I mean, I'm <laughs> all for risk doing it all. what makes you happy, but would you really risk it all for, like, a butt lift? No. <laughs> <laughs> it's not. Like, it's kind of like I was watching a video today. Um, it was a tattoo artist named Bang Bang who's uh, up in New York City. And he's done lots of, like, celebrities and stuff mm -hmm. like that. And he's got a question about like stick and poke tattoos, and he's like, "Just don't, don't do it. I don't, I can't even answer this question." And like, it's like truly, it's worth waiting to have the money to do tattoos because like yeah. I can't, I wouldn't do it a stick and poke even if like I knew what I was doing, because like I want it to look good and it's gonna be there forever. So I might as well wait and have the money like accumulate even if I have to wait a while. Mm 
in order to get this done because it'll be worth that time waiting in the end but plastic surgery is a huge whole other pawn that's like this is created by the by society because of beauty standards um and it's it really isn't worth it like i used to have uh thoughts of getting plastic surgery on my nose um yeah because <laughs> i was like i didn't like the shape of my nose um did the glee episode like, change your mind i didn't i didn't see that what, what glee episode <laughs> there's like an episode where rachel's thinking about getting a, a, a nose job and she wants to get quinn's nose because it's gay lads um <laughs> but she doesn't she ends up not i think isn't like Bar- I think Barbara Streisand's the reason she's like no I-, I might be misremembering this it's been a while since I watched Glee but <laughs> my joke crashed and burned because you have no idea what I'm talking about <laughs> so continue um <laughs> no, it's okay um but like cause like you know again society and, yeah. and all that like the the standard is like a straight like sleek nose kind of like what my dad has yeah. And mine does not, it's more aquiline or uh, something, Corvex or something like that. So it's got more of a, like, bump in it. And um, I think mostly what changed my mind was, like, seeing Jillian uh, Anderson. She has a nose like mine. And she, her face is shaped similar to mine as well with, like, a more pointed chin and kind of high cheekbones. And so I'm like, people think she's gorgeous, so, like you know nothing wrong with that and just i think also it would help to have more good guys that have that are not men but women that have a nose that's not perfectly straight and like or like as some people call it a ski slope um to be in like protagonist roles because if you watch a lot of like old movies or disney movies and stuff you see a lot of the bad guys end up having like more hooked noses and stuff like that and so when you grow up with that a lot and like all the good oh, yeah. guys have nice straight noses it's like it sucks yeah. well isn't that imagery um, kind of linked to anti-semitism too especially like in older media oh yeah yes so yeah very much yeah a lot of a lot of uh witch yeah. imagery definitely is rooted in anti-semitism the like the curly coarse hair the more hooked uh nose stuff like that yeah it is um but so yeah and basically also because like so much can go wrong with surgery like you like the inner wall that's in between where your nose splits in half to like so that way it's like got two sides can collapse um the surgery could go wrong uh the mo your mo your nose might not even turn out the way you wanted it to it takes over a year for your face to like go to like not be swollen anymore and you look like you got into a boxing match afterwards and i'm like yeah that's not really worth it takes zero dollars to learn to like my face so not two thousand whatever it would cost um so i just thought it was like so interesting and like these people that are doing their own body modifications in uh american mary aren't doing it to like conform to a look of society it's like almost in yeah. defiance of society expectations, which I think is really cool. I really liked that that they just they wanted it because it was about making themselves feel good, and not just like what they wanted to present to people around them at all. 
So that's no, my long tangent. That's, <laughs> that's a good point to an important distinction to make, I think, um, what, what society would expect you to do versus what you just want and how you see yourself. I'd love to see an American Mary 2 where she just oh, does, yeah. like, cheap or cheaper free top surgery for people or something like that. Yes! <laughs> Gonna make a sequel. Oh my god. <laughs> sequel. We got the sequel idea. Let's go! Yeah, but, um, so is this movie gay? Uh, no, but I am. <laughs> but we are. But we are. Like, this whole movie is just Catherine Isabel. Like, I feel so bad, like, thinking of it this way because it, it deals with a lot of, like, intense issues. But I'm like, that, her outfits in it, I'm like, I'm dying. And like you said, that <laughs> that scene where she's, like, on the on the floor, on the dance floor, and, like, forcing yeah. it over herself, you're like, oh, okay. <laughs> oh okay okay yeah oh what was that one quote it's like as a woman i'm like i don't i'm horrified by this because she's like practically half naked all the time yeah. and it's like but my gay side's like thank you <laughs> <laughs> but it's never like it's i think it's a, like i can't talk in the hands of a male director this would have been so bad as i think what i'm trying to say oh. <laughs> like i think i should yeah, point it, that out <laughs> Yeah, it's never, like, male gazy, mm-hmm. except when it's, like, from Billy's point of view. That's when you can kind of yeah, feel the male gaze on it. Yeah. But when it's just straight up, it's just, like, just straight, like, you know, straight shot. Like, she just is in her She's just there. She's just in lingerie performing surgery. Like, what about it? Like, that's just her uniform. I like that she makes, she, she makes a choice out of that, almost. Like, I, I like it. Yeah. So why not? You don't have- I was like, if I could do that, like, I would. <laughs> Instead of buying scrubs, why not look cool? <laughs> well, he, you were in full body scrubs. I was in a leather outfit of an apron and underwear. And that is so valid of her. I would love to see, like, a cosplay of, like, oh the, my God. The, the full, like, I don't want to, no one should have to walk around in lingerie, but I mean, like, that when she's actually performing the surgeries and she has all of that on. That'd be cool. Yeah. Oh, that'd be awesome. <laughs> I would love to see it. Just like the like the outfit she wears in the uh, on the poster. Yeah, like that. Would be yeah, cool to yeah. see. I would love that. I want it. Oh, I forgot. I forgot that the Soska twins, when they were in the movie, they have like that ribbon on their back that looks like almost like a a corset mm-hmm. that's laced on the on the back, and it's like in their back, and I was like. Okay. <laughs> well, I, th- I think it's Shoshka. I've heard them like pronounce it before. Sasha? Shoshka. Shoshka. They were, they were on shockwaves and like spent like a full minute telling people how to pronounce their names. Like, that's what I just. <laughs> I don't mean to be that guy. That's just why. <laughs> no, no. That's like I I want to yeah. make sure I pronounce names right. Um, yeah, they they worked with they oh, worked yeah. with Catherine Isabel again in um See No Evil too. I watched it without seeing see no evil one so that was an interesting experience and that that was kind of a more thankless role again for Catherine as well like she was the best part but she's like the side character she was so funny in it please just put her in everything yeah (laughs) and i I guess is Catherine as well an honor or a gay icon because of hannibal at this point (laughs) and like ginger snaps (laughs) i would say so yes (laughs) 
yeah. So that's American Mary. I, I, I apologize to y'all because I, I lost my notes for this during the move, and so this this is me winging it, and just trying to talk about this movie. <laughs> um, do you want to wind um, down, or is there anything else you want to say? Yeah, sure. Um, just I. This is a really good movie. It's awesome. It's female directed, and many female characters are the leads. So it's like. Oh yeah, the, all the men are like losers and terrible people. So that's yeah, yay. <laughs> yeah. Women, women directed and written. So like, truly, you win on all counts, and it's just it's so good. Um, I would definitely read up on mm-hmm. like the trigger warnings and stuff because it, that when the stuff is heavy, it's yeah. like heavy. So check that out and like see all about it because that's that's definitely my biggest advocate for that. Um, but I would, I would definitely watch it again. I need, I want to watch it again, <laughs> much like the haunting. Um, so, what have you been uh, watching, reading? What have you been up to? Well, there's a lot since it's been two weeks. Um, I just watched The Wicker Man yesterday for the first time. Uh, a lot oh, more yeah, singing than that. I expected. <laughs> it was good. <laughs> I was like, am I supposed to be rooting for this guy? Because I'm kind of rooting for the. For the Satanists here. <laughs> <laughs> and this is uh, the, yeah, original the, one, right? one, no, the original UK one, right? The original one. There's no bees in this one, just the Christopher bees. Lee in some very swanky outfits, including like bright turtlenecks <laughs> and like an Austin Powers get up. Um, I watched oh, Pure, it. one of the Blumhouse Into the Dark movies about like. Uh, it's about. Like, this purity vow that, like, teenage girls go take with their dads during this retreat. And it's just about how fucked up that is. And, yeah, it's really good. Um, oh, my God. Oh, okay. So, I, what I really wanted to talk about was um, One Cut of the Dead, which is on Shudder now. It was, it was. Mm. I think it's a couple years old from Japan, but it took a while to get to the States. And it's about this, like, film crew is filming a zombie movie and a zombie outbreak happens during filming and the director's like okay just keep rolling keep like let's use this and but go in just go in knowing that don't don't look into any more about it just go watch it it's on it's on shutter and it's a blast it's so creative and fun and i highly recommend that i love it um I have, I've, I watched, uh, what did I watch yesterday? <laughs> Shit. I even told you I was watching it. Um, um oh, Taking of Never Loaded. Oh, I'm not going to get too yeah. much into it, because. Oh, yeah, we want to do an episode I know we want to do it. Yeah. yeah, so, but, uh, just what I'll say on it briefly. Uh, wild. That was fun. <laughs> Holy Whack. shit. So, um, and then I'm almost finished reading, um, The Iceman. It's making me want to watch the movie yeah. again because Michael Shannon's amazing, and it's just like this guy got away with so much murder, and like just like it's like he describes like so many that of like people who've never been found. Like he even describes the disappearance of uh, Jimmy Hoffa, who was like targeted by the mob, and he was like involved in his disappearance. So he's like he's probably in a bumper of some car in Japan because <laughs> that's where. His, like, the drum that he was put into was crushed with, like, a whole bunch of other metal in a car, and then that scrap metal was sent to Japan. Wow. And, 
this oh you just you gotta read it it's so I do, wild I have the book. Like, and I, i've seen the movie but I, I have to read the book and like uh I'm just, I'm just sitting there reading, and I'm just, like, making, like, this, like, holy shit face the entire time. Like, he just keeps going, um, about, like, just all these, like, murders that he carries out. And he was able to get away for it with it for so long because he, like, never used the same weapon twice. And it would just be random acts of killing when it wasn't, like, a mob hit or contracted by somebody that wanted a job done. And so it's just... Like, no witnesses, no... Nothing to identify, just this, this guy got killed. Oh, no. So I'm like, oh, my God. Like, I can't even imagine if he hadn't been caught how many more people would be dead, but... Um, it's been really good so far. Uh, and I finally got uh, Shazam on DVD, because I was just like, screw it, I'm getting it. I love that movie. It was a fun movie uh, to see in theaters, especially since I had, like, a whole bunch of little kids around me, and they were just, Aww. like going wild every time Zachary Levi was doing cool stuff and I was like yeah enjoy this let's I love I love it when kids are like happy and making noise about a movie it's so fun to watch that movie's part of the 2019 Adam Brody renaissance that and ready or not (laughs) oh yeah I rewatched Jennifer's body last night that's another thing yes so much Jennifer body it's so good so having its moment finally 10 years later it's getting what she deserves oh also this isn't horror related but i watched midnight run for the first time and it's super fucking gay so. uh <laughs> it's like who wants to talk about this 80s movie with robert de niro and charles Grodin? no one okay cool <laughs> it's i have to watch like, this movie it's great because like robert de niro is so funny and you don't see that like like the meet the parents movies i guess but this is legit. It's like Robert De Niro playing a Robert De Niro-esque role, but he gets to be funny in it. Like, he understands comedy really well. Like, he plays it straight, is why it works. And then Charles... So he's this bounty... He's a okay. former cop that's a bounty hunter, and um, he has to bring in Charles Grodin, who's this, like, accountant that stole money from the mob to give to charity. And it's just kind of about, like... Mm-hmm. Well, you're following the law, but, like, what this guy did, you know, he stole from bad people to give so like the mor- morality of all of that but it's just this super gay ass road trip oh okay <laughs> that's all I can <laughs> I would like to see it I it's like not horror related it. but it's good um, I went back to the library because I had to turn these in because I'd already renewed them like the limit and so then I had to turn them in uh, otherwise I was going to get fined <gasps> Um, but I went and I got the Wolfman, and I can finish yes. the Invisible Man collection, uh, since I got those back. Uh, the next one I have is the Invisible Ooh. Woman. Uh, so, oh no, three. Three, Invisible Woman, Invisible Agent, and the Invisible Man's Revenge. Um, but no, I was like, I was looking, I found this really, really cool article that's covered like a hundred horror movies over a hundred years. Um, and it went only up to 1999. So I'm like, we're going to need a continuation of the oh, 2000s yeah. horror now. And then it, it also had, like, honorable mentions for each year that it covered. Um, and, like, it obviously Freaks was 1932's, like, the horror movie of that year. Um, and it, like, kind of, like, went in-depth about all these different, like, what made it work or, like, what was so, like, out, like stand out about a film. 
and uh, I think one of there was also like lost films featured on there so like the um, face of Janus was like a lost film uh, London at midnight uh, was a lost film that I think got remade into like a different movie with a different title because it was like supposed to be a similar structure because the only thing that's left of London at midnight is like production stills or behind the scenes stuff or costuming things like that because it just got lost um so I'm just like you just think about all the films that have been lost over the years because of fires or just carelessness and just happen to be saved yeah. much like Wake and Fright was saved Thanks, by the editor <laughs> finding it in the box oh, he just saved it and I'm just like imagine if we just didn't have this to see um there's a whole list on Wikipedia that you can find of like lost or rediscovered films. Um, they need to fix it because I didn't see any women director films on there. Uh, as so I, as Sydney pointed out to me, uh, but yeah, I was like, sometimes it's just it's just wild. I think about like the entirety of horror films from the silent era all the way to now and how they've changed over time so that was a really cool article to find so i would definitely recommend reading it okay, it would take yeah, a little while but it's worth it i think because you get some more one get... okay. yeah um because it's a really good read and hey you get to add more horror movies to your list <laughs> so they are oldies are goodies yeah 90 minute films yeah, we're gonna, love it I, I have i still have more <laughs> Uh, as I'm calling them vintage lesbian horror movies I want to cover. It's just we were doing that for a while, so I wanted to go back to modern stuff. But don't worry, y'all. We got more. (laughs) All right. We have so much more. Thanks again for bearing with us while we deal with our outside shit, and we will see you all next week. Yes. Thank you. (laughs) See you next week. Bye.